I pledge myself to the pod. Loyal I'll always be. A P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Welcome back to an Omnia Paradis. I'm Jay, like the letter. And I'm Angela, also known as AVO. We're two friends diving to our past and present evaluating if we were ever truly ready for anything. We discuss all things from the definition of dating to all the things school didn't prepare us for. Listen as we talk about career changes, give plenty of unsolicited opinions, and work on becoming the type of people we want to see in the world. Good evening, Jay. First, you told me brunch is not at 10.30, and now 4.45, where they can still be serving brunch, is evening? It's still technically late afternoon, but... I, I think that five o'clock is the cutoff for evening. So your mornings are from like six to, to four and then you go from four to five being afternoon and then five on being evening? Yes, my mornings are from 6 a.m. to around, I okay, I don't exactly say four, I say 2 p.m. and then evening starts at five. So I have a three hour afternoon. It's how It's how I make it through the day. I'm more productive in the morning, so the longer that I can extend my morning experience, the more that I can get done. In other words, lie to yourself. Exactly. Whatever you need to tell yourself. Does daylight savings help or hurt that? Ooh, okay. So far, it seems like it's hurting it because I- I'm sorry, you mean the last 24 hours? (laughs) Yes. Within the last 24 hours, things have not gone very well. Granted, there have been some extenuating circumstances here where the actions of other people that are outside of my control have contributed to this day. However, it was very hard to get up this morning. It was very difficult to go to bed last night. I don't think actually fell asleep until around 2 a.m. And then yesterday morning when I woke up, I was completely thrown off because I had plans at 11.30, but then I'd completely forgotten about daylight savings, so I hadn't changed my clothes clocks before I went to bed. So by the time I had to be at said plans, I was just starting to get ready for them. Hey, Boomer, you know your iPhone alarm automatically changes, right? Who uses their iPhone alarm? I have no problem pulling our friends and like putting a wager on this. Okay, fine. Probably a lot of people use their iPhone alarms. I do not do that. I have a regular, well, no, I I don't have a regular alarm clock. I have a radio alarm clock because I like to wake up to music and I like there to be variety that I don't have to necessarily pre-select, but something that I also know will be a little bit consistent. You're the millennial who never grew out of the 90s, so now you're back in fashion. Just gotta get that middle part down. That's that's a really good way to put that. Oh, I don't look good with a middle part. I don't think so. Curly is one thing. Straight, it doesn't frame my face properly. Hmm. All right, so afternoon or evening, how's it going? I hear some snackage. Yes, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten much today. I had a bagel. And then I just had some extra popcorn. Popcorn really is a great multiversal snack. Mm-hmm. You know where it's actually really great? A carnival? The Degrassi Carnival? <laughs> well, that's that's one place. Yes, it is really great there. But I was going to say car rides. because it. Oh, I highly disagree. Really? See, I think that it doesn't leave your fingers super greasy and it's filling just enough, has a little bit of crunch, may or may not have some flavor. See, I think this is where you and I like yin yang it. You're more about how you get dirty. I'm more about how my space gets dirty. So like popcorn, a snack that's guaranteed to like get left behind in the car and little pieces get everywhere when the car jolts. Like, and I don't like a dirty space. Like I can always wash my hands. It 
getting out of the car to wash it in between car rides to stretch would like drive me insane. Interesting. So like how are you imagining eating this popcorn? Cuz I'm imagining some I'm imagining some sort of like with my hand throwing contest involved for popcorn to get everywhere. Well, no, we all didn't go to etiquette classes like you and eat one kernel at a time and then chew for 24 36 bites however many you're supposed to. I think it's 36 and I've never been able to do that. Does that does that just no give longer etiquette classes? I, I know. It gives me a little bit of anxiety that you can't get to 36? Well, no, that just counting to the 36 because you forget no i think just like the time that it takes huh no for car rides i'm much more of like a protein bar like a double insulated cup with starbucks or a coffee of your choice iced tea if you're in a foreign country obviously foreign candy mcflurries mcflurries work well flurries are really good uh, I had one in Italy. It was the the candy, the hazelnut and chocolate candies, the white ones with the blue stars all over it. Oh, okay. I don't know the name, but I do know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. McFlurry's 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have McFlurry's often, but I do remember I had them quite a bit. They were like a very, they were a very regular staple spring break food. Like there was just something about going to the beach and like either on the way there, or on the way back, you stop at McDonald's, you get your fries and you get your McFlurry. Are these real memories you had or are you trying to transition? Both. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> you seem to really be forcing a memory there. So I wasn't sure how long you were going to go. Well, it's not exactly specific to spring break. It's just sort of spring in general, but it has happened on spring break. (laughs) But today we will be speaking about spring break, the good, the bad, the James Franco. I've still never seen that movie. Oh my God, that is James Franco. I've seen half of it. I just remember listening to all the interviews, how he really got in character. Wasn't he a drug dealer? Mm -hmm. How he like got really in character would only like method act on set. I feel like that would just scar me if I met James Franco while he was method acting. I mean, your other option is high, but like, that's also how it seems he is normally as well. Mm, True. Dave Franco is surprisingly boring, unfortunately. Or fortunately. But he's married to Alison Brie. Like, that, that's that's his personality trait, being married to Alison Brie. No, what's his fucking personality trait is that he and Alison Brie on their first night together meeting from Mardi Gras dropped acid or like did coke together. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Score score one for the, the Franco Brie team. Mm-hmm. All right. So spring break. Jay, I'm assuming that you've never had one with a James Franco-like drug dealer. Or have you? Will this be taking a turn? I mean, I was always compared to the Selena Gomez character who I heard leaves like 15 minutes into the movie. So I feel like that's a pretty accurate depiction of the way I'm viewed (laughs) by people. Okay, so maybe in this episode, we'll find out what does the Selena Gomez type character do when she leaves spring break? Mm, Yeah, but you were a Catholic school girl. So we know you must have had fun spring breaks. I did. I had the best spring breaks ever. Did you spring break with friends? Oh, oh, okay. Wait, do you just want me to tell you about my best spring break? Does it respond to the question, did you spring break with friends? Yes. Then go for it. (laughs) Okay. Best spring break ever. I stayed home for 11 days, had the house to myself while my parents were at work, 
I laid around in my pajamas. I watched movies. I got to eat whatever I wanted. I got to like scroll through all the TV channels because I was the kid who had the parental control locks until she was like 20. So I got to like go to the TV in my mom's room where there weren't like parental controls and like watch things like Gilmore Girls and Charmed. And then usually my dad would take me to lunch or bring me lunch and I got to blast the stereo and dance around and that was the best spring break ever so what i got (laughs) so there are a few things i got from that but like the star one is like so you're saying your parents were your best friend (laughs) from like first till 20 wrong with that but like i'm like is this in response to my question and then you say yes and then you talk about your parents yeah because did i spring break with friends no i stayed away from everyone and holed up in my house and took a much needed mental break in college i went out those those spring breaks were different but like growing up through high school Spring break was all about rest and relaxation, and I can totally relate to that right now because I've never wanted anything more from an adult spring break. Interesting. Hold on. Okay. So you basically Lorelai and Emily at the spa for 11 days. Why 11 days? Oh, did you get the ski week, president's week, memorial day, groundhog day, insert other reason for you to pay for a private education that you just get to take off vacation day? Uh, No. So my the school that I went to didn't actually start doing that until after I graduated and I was very upset. But our spring break usually started on a Wednesday. So we had Wednesday, like either all either fully off or a half day, then Thursday, Friday off, and then the full next week off. Hmm, interesting. It was delightful. Sounds like it. I always like getting out in the middle of the week. That was always a fun thing. Or to get a middle of the week day off. Mm-hmm. Wait, did your high school do the thing where you had one day during the week where you ended earlier than the others? No. Oh. Absolutely not. Hmm. Most people chose to take extra classes at my school and would have asked for the extra day of class. No. Interesting. Okay, but yeah, that was my best spring break ever. What about yours? I would probably say the best was the one my friends and I took my senior year of high school where our parents trusted us to go down to LA for, I don't think the whole week, for like three or four days, maybe the whole week, I don't know, by ourselves for the last day or two of the trip to save money and then also to be close to the beach. I have family down there, so we stayed with them, but before that we stayed in a hotel and I believe that was kind of, oh God, I'm going to get this wrong. I know the hotel I think was like on Sunset but literally I understand Sunset Boulevard is like a very long street (laughs) so that's not a point I'm very aware that's not a point of reference but that's the only point I currently have of it I'll give Angela the location for the show notes but then we ended up going to Venice Beach for the second part of it we trained down on Amtrak which was about a 13 hour ride oh my god and it wasn't an Amtrak train it was a bus yeah that was an experience One of my friends knows why we did that and she still is making up for it till this day. Oh no. The three of us who participated on this trip bring this story up whenever we get the chance to all of our new friends when the four of us hang out with a new person and explain the story. So I guess we'll go and do it here. We were planning to take a trip, three other high school best friends. We were going to go to LA and there was a bit of like a money discrepancy for the flights. I believe it was $30 or $40 for one of our friends who couldn't 
make it, which is completely fine. So we all agreed to take the train. As soon as the three of us book our train tickets, because we were going to train there and then fly back. Oh, okay. This friend tells us she can no longer make it right after the three of us all buy these 13-hour train tickets. Oh, no. Non-refundable? I don't even think we looked into that. Oh, God. <laughs> I think we were – I think I think planning your first kind of like adult spring break away from your parents, everything, kind of making sure all the sets of parents were on board, understanding, kind of – it took a lot to get to that point, so I don't even know if refunds were available or we looked into it, but we just did it and slept horribly for the whole trip down. Then – walked around LA. I'm trying to think. We went thrifting. We went obviously to the beach. We went to Brentwood and tried to walk around UCLA. Um, We went to Dee Dee Reese, which is like the ice cream thing near there. Oh, their cookies are so good. Yeah. So we did that. I'm sure we did a lot of other things too that I can't remember, but like that train ride just was so traumatizing. It kind of blocked out a lot of those events. <laughs> um, yeah. So we did that our senior year and that was really fun because it was kind of us getting to fly a little out of the coop, but then also not too much because like I had family down there and I think everyone else had had people within like a few hours Mm -hmm. so that's probably my best spring break typically in college I would just come home for my spring breaks because Angela you know this we were on quarter system most of my friends were on semester system so it always never lined up oh my god I feel like our breaks were always two weeks off from everyone else's it was either one or the other either we were one week late or one week early it was never I don't know exact two weeks but I always feel like it was one week early or one week later and I feel like a lot of my friends or a lot of people I've met who say the opposite they were semester and all of their friends were quarter so I feel like it really just it's kind of like when you're from SoCal everyone you think is from NorCal when you're from NorCal everything you meet everyone you think SoCal you get the point (laughs) so my from recent college consisted not of me getting arrested as decided <laughs> to be applying, but me just coming home seeing my mom because typically she got the same spring break so I'd come home see my family one of the great traditions that we started in college that I'm unfortunate that unfortunately I think only started my third or second or third year before going to the airport I would go to dim sum with my family every time I flew back so I always like flew down with dim sum for the next day it was delightful delicious and something I very much miss Ooh, that sounds really great you should you should bring it back when we can fly again anytime you get on a plane dim sum first yeah like everyone needs snacks yeah but like going back to the popcorn like you can't really eat them some like i mean you wouldn't necessarily need to eat on the plane i guess i don't know i'll think about it what's a spring break location you always wish you'd visited miami isn't that where everyone goes miami is it isn't my florida like the spring break location see i think i think it depends on like isn't that what that big show in the 90s was always like everyone would go to florida oh that's right see i always thought that it depended on where you were from speaking of that though i have a friend who went to an ivy league school and this is one of the fa- my favorite things i'll never forget asking her i'm like oh the ivy leagues are in the east coast oh are people going down to miami for spring break because like it's much closer you're already there so then she's like, oh well like some people do but like typically like because this is an ivy league families like rent out their own islands in the dominican republic i'm like oh wow that that's that kind of money that's the gossip girl kind of oh money. my god new goal find a friend who can rent an island i'm sure it'll be the same place you find your sugar daddy or sell your feet pics oh lord but yeah florida's the place that i everything that's where the gilmore girls went they went to florida that's true. They did, but they're they're on the East Coast. Like they're not gonna they're not gonna go to LA for spring break. Like that's that's way too far to drive. I mean, I guess the West Coast equivalent would be San Diego. I guess maybe I always thought it was Mexico. 
Oh, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, we have a whole other country to go mm-hmm. to. Yeah, it was really odd. I had never heard of this till college, but, like, students were, like, brand reps for, like, Rosarito. I didn't understand how that worked or exactly how that, like, went down. But, like, people got, like, tickets or memberships or something. I don't know. Maybe you'll – maybe you understand this more. To, like, be ambassadors for, like, their friends to go to Rosarito every year. I mean, I think it's something very similar that went to what happens when um people become, like, good friends with pro- promoters in Vegas. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh, well, like suddenly this random person, you know, is like, hey, I'm friends with so-and-so and and they can get us into this club and then we'll have our own table and bottle service and we can go into the DJ booth and like we'll be featured here and our suite is comped and that. But is it that hard if every person in every Greek organization was part of this Rosarito thing? If everyone's a rep, does it really matter? That is a very great and philosophical question. And I don't know if we'll ever truly know the answer because neither of us Mm. were reps. That was a choice. Very true. Now, I think my college spring breaks, I did one at home, one in Hawaii, and then two in Vegas. Did you do it with your best friends, aka your parents? (laughs) Yes. Parents and friends. I think that's your new personality trait we're adding. It, it is. Best fr- best friends are my parents. Oh my god. No, I think, yeah. So the Hawaii one I did, so it was with my family. So it was my mom, a couple of my cousins, I think one of my aunts. And then in Vegas, my mom really wanted to do something for my 21st birthday. Obviously, that's kind of ridiculous because it's New Year's Eve. So then she pushed it out to spring break. So she took me. Did my cousins go there as well? I can't remember but i had i had friends on both vegas trips as well just as as the bank rollers my parents came and they hang out they hung out and they did their own thing i still haven't done vegas since turning 21 it is honestly a little bit of a letdown i just like the fat tuesdays like those are good let me walk and shop and have a fat tuesday and like that's all i need God, those are really good i always i like to layer the cherry and the peach Mm, good mix Mm -hmm. does it have a name like i think one of them was named captain america i don't know why that's popping out at me i could completely be off but it was like red white and blue oh i mean that would make sense no i i I don't remember i always did like a build build your own yeah i've been to vegas once it wasn't spring break it was right around spring break my i don't know angel told me my junior my senior year all the girls went no my junior junior year Yeah, my junior year, a bunch of the girls decided to go to Vegas after formal. Some shit had been stirred. I don't know why, but it's like our formal was in... Oh, this isn't spring break, but this is spring quarter drama (laughs) that would always happen. Spring quarter, every Greek organization throws every event every week. We only have 10 weeks in a quarter. There is one big event a week, whether it is a formal a date party, a fraternity formal, a philanthropy event. Everyone has to do something in the last 10 weeks of school, which are also the last 10 weeks leading up to graduation every year. So we have to just do all the things. So typically when, oh God, I'm gonna have to this up. Seven sororities and eight to 10 fraternities? I think there were 10, yeah. Okay, we'll go with 10. And these were just Panhellenic and IFC, traditional like- The social organizations. I was going to go pre-Civil War, but yeah. Oh, okay, that, that, that there you go. Yeah, just those organizations. They, if they're 17, I don't know, Angel, I know you're not the best in math here, but like, let me give you a little equation, okay? Mm. If there are 17 organizations who all throw one event within 10 weeks, what does that mean? Ah, okay. 17 divided by 10 times. No, wait. Okay, there are 17 events and there are 10. Okay, okay, wait. There are tw- there are 20 
there are 20 days because there are 10 weekends and there are 17 events. So you have, you most likely you're going to two events a week. Oh yeah, you're right. Yes. I, I did, I did, I did one of the equations wrong. You're right. I did. Yeah. So 20 events, 17 organizations. You're basically, your weekends are booked. And typically. Completely. If one sorority plans something, they don't really take into account the other sororities, which can make sometimes the sororities a little mad. And what makes the sororities even more mad because of our internal misogyny of being in a Greek organization is when a sorority formal happens to interfere with a fraternity formal. People just didn't appreciate that. Angela, what do the fraternities do for their formals? Which frankly were like a mini spring break. Typically, the fraternities at our school would hold their formals in Vegas. So we were about what? We were about a three hour drive away from Vegas. Not not that big of a stretch, but they would leave Friday mornings and then come back Sunday afternoons or or Mondays. Mondays. Yeah, depending depending upon how things went. And remember, ladies, why spend a night kind of like let's recreate a prom with our sisters at something cool. We did ours on a boat, but like not everyone got to do a boat. So I understand that might be a little bit of a letdown. When we can go to Vegas for free for the weekend, most people would choose Vegas. And therefore, people would get very frustrated when their formals cross paths with the fraternity formals. So for whatever reason, this year, our sorority held our formal on a I'm gonna go with a Friday night a Saturday no we held we held it on oh god yeah we held it on a Saturday night because I know I drove up to Vegas with our sisters at like 3 p.m on a Sunday and then I swear we drove back at like 4 a.m on a Monday oh yeah because everyone had to be back in time for Monday classes I had a presentation that day I made it but that was the only time I've ever been to Vegas and I got to be with all of the freshmen and sophomores because my birthday's in October. Okay, see, just a little note on the whole drama between sorority formal and fraternity formal. Why did nobody ever just get together and create a summit to work out a calendar so that all of these things would would work out and nobody needed to get upset? Well, sweetie, when multiple sorority people think they're bringing the same date to their formal as they're going to their formal, those kind of details can't be planned out ahead of time. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Do you remember the year that... Okay, let, let's see if you can get this. That one guy from that one fraternity that likes to call themselves true gentlemen. Yeah. So. Yeah. True gentlemen. Three of them. Was dating one girl, but then asked another girl to that girl's formal because he didn't realize that they were sisters. Oh, I love that. Right? Was this ours or a different? This was story? ours. Did Justin Bieber look alike? No. Am I in the wrong true gen? Okay, do you know? Who no, I'm no, you're you're about? in the right true gentleman. Just I wasn't thinking of that guy. This was another one in the fraternity. I took someone too. Yes. Okay, I'm in the right. I'm in the right organization. Got it. Can I have a? Can I have like a description of the guy or the sister? Um. Was he a big or a little? I oh I don't know actually. Hmm. All okay. Oh, I don't know how to describe her without completely giving it away. Okay. What family is she in? Yours. The one dating them or the one asked? The one asked. While this person was dating someone else. Yep. Would I know the guy if you said his name? Okay, I can't remember his name. I can remember his face (laughs) though. It's okay. We're going to have to cut this whole thing out. Why? Well, can we leave it in? I mean, I think you'd have to know a lot about like my Greek family to figure that out. Probably. I don't know. Well, we'll see how it goes. No, but that that just jumped out at me as soon as you said that. Okay, so we're about 20 minutes of actual 
recording and you said you had a lot for this episode because you wanted to keep it in. <laughs> What's next? How do you feel about the concept of establishing adult spring break? Like completely separate from that of from that of the children, like its own week that work would need to accommodate for you to take a set amount of time off. I think you just want all the time off. In the quarantine episode, you want a week off to stay home. Now you want a week off to do vacation. Girl, you live in America. Yes, and we should embrace the idea of time off because after this whole quarantine thing, it's showed us that we can't do this like work to the bone thing anymore. True. It's exhausting. Oh, also starting May 14th, Greece is opening for vaccinated people and people with negative tests or who've had COVID already, which I think is an interesting mix of qualifications. Interesting. So does this mean we start our planning? I mean, we can once you get your date. Well, according to the breaking news bulletin I got right as we were starting recording. May 8th. <laughs> any day except May 8th, 9th, 10th, or 11th. Those are, that, that's going to be your only choice. Either go one of those days or don't get, you, you just don't get to get back. Oh my God, I'm going to be so upset. No, it's fine. I'm going to find a date in April and I will get vaccinated. That's the spirit. Mm -hmm. In April, not May. April. May 8th. So that come Ninth, July, Ninth. we can go to Greece. <laughs> Everyone's going to go to Greece in July. Okay, but it's been, what, six years now that we've been planning this trip to Greece and haven't been? Can we do more like August? Europe's siestas in August, meaning it's quieter. Okay, it's also going to be really hot in August. It'll be less hot in July. I'm allergic to the sun, so that's another factor in when I plan on traveling. Well, potentially. So it's going to be really hot I don't in July and August. On, so I say either on. June or hold September. Hold on. Shh. Ah, thank you. I have a photosensitivity, which means I can get hives easily from the sun, which will also mean I'll have great skin when I'm older because I'm relatively religious about sunscreen. We went to school in Southern California. I don't understand like why, even though like I would tell people, oh, I'm allergic to the sun, so X, Y, and Z, they would be like, you know, you go to school in Southern California, right? It's like, no, that didn't occur to me when choosing where to give six figures of money, a down payment worth that it might be a little hot and I might have to like take precautions for it. That didn't factor into my decision whatsoever. Okay, two things. One, was our school really that expensive? And two, frankly to me, it just explained why you spent so much time inside. I mean, if you include housing, not if you exclude housing. Oh, that's true. Housing is such a ripoff. Why you chose to stay in like the expensive big kid dorms for two years, I will not understand. Three years and it's because it was paid for. Three? Yeah, because- No. Yeah. So when Jay says the expensive big, big kid dorms, it was my on-campus apartment, but it just happened to be located closer to the dorms Next than any dorms. other campus apartment structure. But it structure. was two years because, no, because first year you were at the Colt. Oh, yeah. So Then two you years. were in there, and then you and I lived together in like regular, regular apartment housing. Yeah, no, okay. So it it was two years. But it was it was fully paid for. No cap on okay. air conditioning. I had a cleaning service. My building actually had recycling. Not that I'm sure anyone really know, knew how to use it, mm. but there was there was a bin marked recycling. Oh. Plus, after seeing like where some of the other apartments were and like the potential bug problems that I could run into, that was really scary. Like remember Big's apartment? They had so many spiders. Tell me your high maintenance without telling me your high maintenance. <laughs> I don't 
don't do spiders. Oh my God. There was actually one in my bed the other day. I was so upset. Like I was getting ready to sleep. I was laying down and then I was like, no, I'm going to remake the bed because it, it feels weird. I pulled back the duvet and there was a spider just chilling there. Sounds about right. Not down. Did you know you like eat 10 spiders in a lifetime or something like that in your sleep? Has it gone up? I thought it was four. I thought it was eight. Uh, I don't know. You'll fact check it. But yeah, adult spring break I like because this other concept that I realized there should also be parent spring break. I think like one week a year intersectionally. I mean, I don't want to do it completely intersectionally because then like I wouldn't get to do it with like you or any of our other friends. But like one, there's enough. There are 52 weeks in a year. Every group could like take a week. Parents could take a week. Aunts. I don't know exactly the way we would do it so we could do it all fairly. But like there's a way to do it that everyone can get one week off a year. No, I agree. I think that I think that we need something like that. Because like parents, I heard it's like when you take a vacation with kids, it's not really a vacation for you. And I love my vacations. So realizing for me to get a vacation, I'm going to need to take my kids somewhere and then go somewhere myself. Personally, I am childless. So this is not a firm stance. But I also don't I don't agree personally with, well, my kids won't necessarily remember it, so I'm not going to take them anywhere when they're super young. I'm not a big fan of that, but again, I'm childless. We'll see if that changes when I have kids. I'm not saying take them around the world in 80 days, but I also don't think you should always leave them home. Oh yeah, I agree. Do you have the earliest memory of your first vacation? Like mine was Disneyland and I think I was three. I remember Winnie the Pooh engulfing me and worrying that I would suffocate, but then I lived. Did you go with your best friend? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Oh my God, I did. It was great. I think we were there for about a week and we may have stayed in the Disneyland hotel. That's fun. I used to have, I don't know if I still have it. I had the autograph book for my first time at Disneyland. Oh yeah, me too. Kudos to kudos to those characters for signing with like those massive gloves on. Oh my god, right? I actually I the last time I was at Disneyland, I really wanted Cruella DeVille's autograph. But okay, so the the actor playing her, she was fantastic. She was an amazing character. But when she got I'm sorry, are you ruining Disney the magic of Disney for all of the children who listen to this podcast? I am, I'm very What is this actor she speaks of? I'm oh Lord. Crush and hopes and dreams. I am. It's going to be really awful when I have kids. Like I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Cruella was sick that day, kids, so they had to have someone fill in for her. I left that part out. Did I save it? Mm, no. But continue. So Cruella was amazing. But by the time that she got to me, she didn't want to give me her autograph. <laughs> we we took the picture, but she's just like, absolutely not. She's like, I have no time for you. And she just like swatted the book away. Oh God, I just got rejected by Cruella DeVille. Is that something you're going to be discussing in therapy? Probably. That and the never ending hug from Winnie the Pooh. Starts in childhood. Mm -hmm. I actually, I did my senior year spring break at Disneyland too. So that was like that combined. With who? uh, With one of my friends from high school. So it was a combined. Wait, you mean your senior year of college or your senior year of high school? High school. Oh, I thought I'm like, I was like, your senior year of college. I don't remember you going to Disneyland. No, that was Vegas. Of course it was. Your second home. Kind of though. So yeah, we went to Disneyland, I think for three or four days. And then we also went and visited our college as my congratulations, you now go here, explore the campus trip, which Mm. was the absolute worst time to visit because I think it was early April. So it was already in the 90s. Oh, where the country's out? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I think I did mine in March and I did like a 20, I did like a 12 hour thing. My uncle flew down with me. So we flew down in the morning, did the tour and then flew back the same day. Oh, see, I, I would have preferred that. We, so, okay. So we, do, we did Disneyland in the morning. Then we drove there in the afternoon, got caught in the horrible traffic. Then I did the walking tour. Then I did the dorms tour. And then I did an English department tour. Oh, and yeah, so my friend came with me, but then she ended up getting super dehydrated and passed out on the tour. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So they had to carry her back and hold her in the, what do you call it? It's not, it wasn't, it wasn't an infirmary area. They were holding her somewhere in the student center. Like health and wellness? No, not like health and wellness. Thing? Like literally in the student center. Yeah. They had, they, they had a special place for people who came who weren't prepared Mm, yeah okay so when i took that tour we parked in the lot near the business school oh because we didn't know where to park oh no and then so obviously you have to find the students the money center where the tour starts take the tour we also decided to take the dorm tour which means you go up the big hills. Mm-hmm. Then we had to get back to the car. Oh my God. That was the most terrible walk of my life. Oh Yeah, no, the only good thing about that day was because my friend passed out, they then carted me around in the golf cart. What? Yeah, because they were like, we just, we, we just, we Ugh. want you to see it really fast. So I, I did that. Ugh. See, but it gave me an unrealistic expectation. First, all the boys give you free food. See, but it gave me an unrealistic expectation of where I ultimately ended up living because I was like, oh, this isn't so bad at all. It's not actually that far from campus. (laughs) And then I had to do that gigantic hill every single day, multiple times a day. And you still didn't get a butt from it. Well, I've heard that for some people, genetically, it's just impossible. Is that what you're telling yourself? Uh, It's my justification for my future BBL, yes. Your what? Brazilian butt lift. Is that where they take fat from one place and put it in another? Yes. That is also my justification for why I can eat whatever I want because I'm hoping to have it done by the end of quarantine. Oh, shit. I also didn't I realize mean, that the end of quarantine was coming so quickly. I honestly thought we'd be home another year. Maybe. <laughs> we've we've spoken this far too much into existence now. Yes. Have we spoken or are we just showing the, uh, the universe we understand how your world works to be more cooperative in the future? Um, no. To be one with the universe. No, we rage against the universe. And how's that doing so it's, well? It's, it's, how is that doing? So it's far? not going down like this. See, what's worse, getting COVID and then having to wait the three months or... Hey, isn't Sophie one of your nicknames? Oh, ha, ha, ha. And yes, I think it might be. Although I don't... Oh, no, Sophie. I don't remember who... Oh, yeah. There we go. Your S necklace that you bought yourself. It helps sell the story. Like... Can't wait to hear how that works on... Okay, well, when you give people a fake name, do they ever question you on it? People normally don't get my name right, so I always give a fake name. Okay, but do you give some sort of, like, iteration of your name? No. I say J, and they're like, Jen, and I'm like, if they're, if they're not, if they're not worth me wanting to remember them, I just say yes okay that that actually works see but my name isn't as easy to confuse that's why i say j like the letter if i want you to know what my name is henceforth the start of our podcast well yeah but all of the all of the names that sound like angela i don't like as much and frankly we know i don't even like angela that much so angie no never we will commit after you're vaccinated on to go on a trip and make up fake personas and try these out. Savannah and Svetlana. I want to be Savannah. Fair. You have the most Blake Lively-ish hair. Well, I think it also would be funny with you being named Svetlana and people <laughs> kind of trying to figure that out. That would be a hard one to sell. 
Savannah, Georgia. That was not a southern accent whatsoever. I don't know what I was going for there. It's okay. It's like it's like the time and I went to that like 20s prohibition themed party, but she kept speaking in a western accent trying to get the slang down. Oh for my the god, night. did you listen to my voice memo that I sent you? I did. Speaking I was- of back going back to spring break. I'm a genius. So I need ideally a husband, but if not, we'll at least go for like a solid boyfriend that could ideally lead to husband because I would like children mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. I'd also like a job, a nice house, some caramelized bacon, and someone who can sing like a Disney prince. Moving on. I figured out the best way to get hot guys because apparently hot guys in my eyes are in the Midwest or are from the Midwest. And typically if they're moving out to the West Coast, they're either in finance or tech. The best way to get to meet them and try to interact with them and get them on this podcast is to ask them what it's like to spring break at a lake. Because I've never been to a lake. I don't know what it's like to wakeboard or to the to jet ski or anything. And this was all brought upon by me watching one of the lowest rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes, which truly offends me. Because Steve Martin, Eugene Levy, Carmen Electra, Lemon from Heart of Dixie, Clark Kent from Smallville, in one Coyote Ugly, Sexy Hair Pushback <laughs> from Mean Girls, in one film with like a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. I am offended. I watched Cheaper by the Dozen and two a few nights ago and I was like oh my god I want to know what it's like to live at a lake and oh my gosh in the midst of also trying to find hot men who seem to match my aesthetic and what I want probably know what it's like to live at a lake you want a lake lifer I mean I'll take it but it's more I want that's a way for me to get to meet these people I have a podcast and I'm really curious what it's like to grow up around a lake okay about how many of these fake interviews do you anticipate us holding while you try they're not fake Why do they have to be fake? Because how many times do you think that we can have a podcast episode about what it's like to enjoy hashtag lake life? You do it in a panel. How big is this panel? How many suitors do you think I need to find the right one? Well, you did seven last time, so should we double it? Well, no, 14 is like a little much. We would need to do that to part one and two. (laughs) But like we can do some. No, no, no. We do half on lake life and half on seasons particularly snow oh okay i've also heard them talk about corn mazes i've only seen that on the vampire diaries i've been in corn mazes. oh really where i don't know every halloween my friends and i would go during high school and thankfully i always talked about doing the haunted one because i almost cry during the regular one okay i so if we did the haunted one i wouldn't i can't imagine you leaving san francisco to go to a corn maze i mean i didn't drive this is this is a very baffling image there are pictures there are Fugly picture somewhere. My friends look lovely. I look fugly. Jay's friends, can you There's send me some of, us of like these a barrel of hay. There's like pictures of us on like barrels of hay. Oh my lord. We did this for three years? Two? Three years. I want to say three wow. years. No, because we, we didn't do the first year because that was the first year we became friends with the friend who would- I'll go with three years. Two or three years we went. Yeah, I'm really going to need to see these pictures. But yes, spring break. What was it like to go to a lake? Anyone who has any information and ideally is above six foot, can dress well, doesn't wear too much athleisure, can ideally cook self-hygiene, is pro-choice okay with me being adopted and Jewish, DM us below. We're so excited to have you join our panel. Yes, and I promise this has nothing to do with the dream of all of my friends finding people at a club to give them piggyback rides, but no one giving me a piggyback ride. Completely isolated (laughs) incidents. Okay, I really need to know in this dream, why were we dressed like 
Did you say we were dressed like Hooters, Hooters girls? I mean, not really, but it, everyone was in like tank tops and like booty shorts. Okay, got it. And it kind of looked like you were working at like a roller rink, but like Hooters was like the quicker way to get the image to you. Got it. I don't know. For some reason, it was you, me, Laura, because I can say your name because she's on the podcast, and two other girls who were in a sorority. And like, I don't know why we were going here, but everyone, as soon as everyone walked in, everyone found a boy, and I couldn't find a boy, and then everyone was leaving with her boy. And Laura was the only one to leave her boy to help me get my Uber because I didn't want to be with you guys anymore. And one of the boys pointed it out and you didn't say anything. And unlike you, I don't hold resentments about things that go on in dreams. (laughs) Oh my God. Angela has had multiple dreams of me either dating people she's currently in relationships with. Oh my God. Or on crushes. And like, I've had the wrath the next day. It's like Angela and I are in a relationship. Like the amount of frustration that gets thrown at me. Okay, they are just so real. Like honestly, it takes a little bit to like come back from that and realize that it didn't actually happen. Like one of them was when you were in a relationship with someone, correct? Like I feel like I remember you just like, hey, like you don't like my boyfriend, do you? It's like, no. Oh yeah, I I remember waking up and texting you that. Like, no. I'm good. Thank you. The only thing I really liked is that he took out to date classes. Like, and it kind of went downhill from there real fast. <laughs> oh my god. Did he have hobbies? Does anyone have hobbies? I mean, you do. And I think a lot of people do. The only thing I knew he wanted was to, like, get clout. I think, uh, oh, my prediction right now, he'd want to be big on TikTok right now. Oh, I can see that. Like, that, that would be the personality trait. Like, the millennial on TikTok. Like, trying to still be relevant. Oh yeah, I can see that. I mean, frankly, I can see that for a lot of them. Like, tell me you were bullied in elementary school without telling me you were bullied in elementary school. Oh my god. I love those kinds of things. We don't condone bullying at all. Bullying is bad. That's a whole... I, I, have, I'm not going to open that can yeah. of worms. I've been saying we don't condone bullying. However, the way all of our childhood trauma shows through in various ways, such as childhood bullying, daddy issues, mommy issues, you can kind of tell what the person went through. <laughs> Tell me your your best friends were your parents without telling me your best <laughs> friends were your parents until you were 20. Oh my god. Okay, I had the parental locks on the TV until I was 20. <laughs> I just need to clarify that point. I mean, I did too, but like I learned the passwords real fast and then I changed them. So like they were on, but like mom didn't know. And I think I did this in my uncle's house too. They didn't know I knew the passwords and or changed them to what I needed them to be. Oh my god. No, now I know what they are. And I'm like, wow, that was so simple. I totally should have figured that out. But I also had a really extensive DVD collection. So it was all right. I think I was. I'm sorry, you figured it. Did you figure it out like during quarantine? No, this was years ago. Okay. All right. So back to adult spring break. I'm a huge proponent of it. And another friend of mine actually had a really great idea the other day. She was trying to work out whether or not it would be feasible to incorporate some sort of like mid-year break for everyone. And when are we defining mid-year? So she was actually going from end of June to beginning of July and she was trying to make it work for the U.S. based on Pride Day to 4th of July. So I know that depending on- Well, that's a fun break. Right? So I know that depending upon where you are, pride celebrations, like, they fluctuate a little bit. But is there – I didn't look. Is there, like, 
I think they're within like a week. Okay. They're all very close. It's Pride Month is June, so they're all within June. Mm -hmm. I also have a bone to pick that hotel prices and Airbnbs are already going up in price. Oh, yeah. I was looking today. I'm very annoyed. Yep. I know. Or they're all going back to being non-refundable. Oh, I didn't see that. Damn. Yeah. No, I was looking for May 8th and they've- Vaccination appointment? Yeah. They've they've slowly started to go up and they're- Can you get it in the place you're going? I mean, I don't think I'd want to because I don't want to take a vaccine away from someone there. Ooh, true like i would i would get it i would only want to get it locally and then okay i also have a really big issue with this as well because earlier i was speaking with some people and they were talking about how they could give their vaccination like appointment sites to people who lived out of the area almost a hundred miles out of the area for them to kind of come get their vaccines yeah not the greatest really not but next year, we'll be vaccinated. We can do adult spring break somewhere. I don't know. Angela goes to all the fun cities with her other friends. So I don't know where we would go. Okay, there are plenty of places that we could go. Just whenever I ask, you always either say, no, you have it planned with someone else, or you're waiting to go there with X number of people because apparently I am not enough. Yes, some days you're shorter than me. And if someone's coming to mug me and it's a day where you're shorter than me, you're not of much help. Where do you think we're going that we're going to get mugged? Anywhere, everywhere. The world is dangerous. The world is dangerous, but that's why we're smart. Again, Lake Boys, DM us (laughs) if you would like to go on any future vacation. Lake Dudes versus Snow Bros. What about the River Bros? I would throw them in with late. Okay. If there is a big distinction, I apologize. And I am more than happy to add contenders to my list of mates. See, I yeah, people are really going to regret not getting to the end of this episode because it gets funnier <laughs> as you listen. But like, if you don't make it to the end. It's just like, eh, another throwaway. See, I don't I know. The last one we thought you- was a throwaway. Everyone loved it. So not that it was a throwaway, but like was one where we more just chatting. Mm-hmm. Continue. Well, no, I just, I was going to say that I hadn't realized that you really were that serious about your commitment to the finance bros. I'm not. But when I look at currently the most ideal person I would like to date and they're in tech six forcing like a Disney prince and they are from the Midwest, I have to throw that factor in there. I mean, and we happen sense. to be tech. So tech finance, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely not the same thing, but I consider them adjacent. Yeah. You need to listen to the episode of Wild Hole Nine where Jeremy tells his whole story from getting his D. UI to becoming fraternity president to being on an acapella show. Wait, I thought I was forbidden from Wild Till Nine because it was going to make me sad. It is, but you have to just watch this one story to see why any male you adored in college would be crushed by this guy. Got it. Oh, I heard the worst story about someone I used to adore in college. The one with the fetish? Uh Uh-huh. So uncomfortable. You really don't think like someone who you think is very physically attractive can be torn down so easily by a shitty personality. But like, just say that and like, that's enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry yeah. you didn't take me. Again, back to Angela not taking me to things. I didn't get asked to go back to the after party social. Because I'm pretty sure you were hanging out with- I thought y'all had better things to do than go hang out with the fraternity that got kicked out and was busy, like, licking their wounds. Ugh. I in no way expected that that day was going to turn out the way that it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, when she comes on the podcast, I will be asking about the story. Like, hey, there's this been this- there's a particular story Angela's like told me about and I'd love to get it from your side. Fair. I will say though, in the interest of what we have learned recently from Bachelor Nation, we should not blindside people with these questions. No, 
but I can do it subtly. We'll be like, oh my god, I'm really good at this game. You are fairly good at leading, this game. They're called leading questions. Mm-hmm. I think we should wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Give your best, because I'm sure you have this memorized. I'm sure you're the only person who would thoroughly look through the picture book as people tell you the safety protocols on the plane. <laughs> Give us your best, like, buckle up, side out. Go. I'll let you even pull up a script if you need to. But I think you probably have it memorized and could wing it. Oh my god, even better. Do it in your British accent. Oh my god, no. We are not appropriating. Seriously? Is it appropriating if punching up? It's not even punching up. (laughs) You have a relatively good British accent that I haven't gotten to hear since like my junior year of college. Here, it's all right. We'll plan a story time around it. I'll read something from a British author or something that- Or something that takes place in the UK. Okay, go, go, go. Sign us out. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be taking off momentarily, so please make sure to carry- (laughs) I got this. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be taking off momentarily, so please make sure your carry-on baggage is stowed securely, either in an overhead compartment or under the seat in front of you. Mobile phones and other small electronic devices should be turned off. There are six exits on this plane. Three doors on each side. All exits are clearly marked with an exit sign. Please take the time to find the nearest exit to you. If you are seated in an exit row, please review the responsibilities for an emergency exit seating on the back of the safety information card, which is in your seat back pocket. If you are unable or prefer not to do this, please let us know and we'll be happy to find you another seat. If there is a loss of cabin pressure and the panels above your seat will open, the oxygen masks will drop down. If this happens, place the mask over your nose and mouth and adjust it as necessary. Be sure to adjust your own mask before helping others. In the event of a water landing, life vests are under your seat. Whenever the seatbelt sign is on, please make sure that your seatbelt is fastened. And on that note, Thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. Join us next week. And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. Join us next week. Damn it. Or not, it's fine. We don't need listens, downloads. Grab your coffee bowl and don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow. So head on over to at InOmniaPod on Instagram and let us know more of what you'd like to hear about. Bye. Happy trails.